0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Anfield Index Podcast. I'm Trev Downey coming to you, as always, from a house in a field in beautiful rural Ireland, I'm joined for episode 200 and something by the Superman, or is it Clark Pent, of the AIP, Cam Branch, and the Travis Bickle of podcasting and novel-bothering, Carl Kopak in the background, ready to slash with the edit button, like Jack Sparrow with his cutlass, his producer, Guy Drinkle. Good evening, Mr. Kopak, How are you, my friend?
1: I was going all similarities between Johnny Depp and Guy Drinkle. They love that. Yeah, um, he loves it. I'm uh, very well. I'm going to open up with something that a, a serious quote, if you don't mind, just this one, because I think it needs saying after what happened yesterday. And it's by a man called I don't know anything about him. A man called Edward. Ed, I want to say Zaya, Z-E-H-R.
0: Okay. Hey.
1: Sorry if that's H-R. And it's this. I wouldn't call it fascism exactly, but a political system nominally controlled by an irresponsible, bummed-down electorate who are manipulated by dishonest, cynical, controlled mass media that dispense the propaganda of a corrupt political establishment hardly be described as democracy either.
0: Mm, not at all topical. Not at all topical.
1: Uh, wow. Well, I, uh, I, I, I just found it really strange yesterday. When one man gets out of prison, he's probably out as a hero. Well, mm-hmm. another, ma- and another man is and racist. Because um, he's stood next to somebody on the stage. I just want to say that.
0: I, I honestly think that most right thinking humans, uh, irrespective of their inclinations to lean one way or the other, can see what's going on here in terms yeah. of the manipulation. You'd like to think so, um, without getting too heavy about it right from the, uh, or right from the off. It, it's, it's catastrophically obvious. Uh, just, you know, obviously the people who listen to this are clever humans. They, they, they get it, but, uh, it's, it's a remarkable thing. It's, it's a remarkable thing to, to, uh, to to be living through um on both sides of the water at the moment. But anyway, uh Mr. Branch, how are you?
2: I'm good, thanks. Uh, always good to be be here. Um I've been banished to the uh, the shed this week. Hey good to be back. The oh. Fuckers really fucked me up good and proper last week. So uh oh, hang hang B on. was not impressed.
0: Was it overheard? Did you did oh. you she, she heard? Oh man Oh, did she actually, did she also hear you saying, I hope she's not, she isn't listening? Yeah,
2: well, you know, (laughs) you know, the shit hit the
1: fan. Oh, man. So you, you, so you, you, you've got
2: feedback. (laughs) Yeah, I got, I got a rolling pin around the head, man.
0: Dude, I'm sure, I'm sure you've earned whatever, uh, you, you got off Mrs. B. she she, she sounds like a, 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 wonderful lady and, uh, your banishment to the shed is no doubt, no doubt, much deserved. Anyway, how
1: are you? <laughs>
2: okay. And my quote, the thing about football, the important thing about football is that it's not just about football.
0: Mm, okay. I'm You're
2: never going to get this. You're you never. Ever gonna get it? Oh, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Tony Hibbert, no. um, a really
1: famous author. Oh, great! And that the field down significantly.
0: A really famous uh, living, living or dead author.
2: I believe he's living, and he writes uh, uh, fantasy. I'd say fantasy fiction. He writes
0: fiction. fantasy fiction.
2: You know, Lord, but, so, of, Lord of Ring type. But not Terry Pratchett. That is Terry
1: questionable. Oh, he's dead. Oh, is he
2: yeah. dead? Yeah, yeah, he's he died, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. All I know is his papers. I've never read really his book. I hate it. He uh, I mean, <laughs> but he's no, bang up. He's bang up. Just But anyway. Oh. That was my quote for the day. So. Oh, well. And uh, oh. it's right, though.
1: It's right. Football isn't just about football. It's about everything. It is.
2: It is. What's uh, 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 it?
0: Which is, which is exactly why we began the show with, uh, with, uh, with politics. There you go. Uh, how, uh, it's, 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 it's hard to know how to begin this one because there's been quite a lot going on, uh, around the club. Um, there's an awful lot of, uh, people getting very, you know, excited about the, uh, will they, won't they possibilities of people coming in. I think most people have sort of quietly accepted there won't be anything in, but there's an awful lot of talk about people going out. We'll go to that. I want to talk about the US tour briefly. I want to talk about the current, uh, uh, bicycle fest in Evian and the, the, uh, the lads and how they're get, getting on. The two games that are left and what you think we should be doing around those games. Uh, it's interesting to hear Clapo saying that, um, you know, a lot of lads we thought wouldn't start, like Trent and the likes. He seems to be thinking he very much will be starting and whether he's playing a little bit of, uh, a little bit of games at the press there, we don't know. But lots to talk about in regards to Liverpool. But I wanted to start off with a kind of a, a little segue into it because if you've had your computer open and you've had your, your Twitters open for the last while, you'll have seen the uh, absolutely glorious, uh, uh images and, uh, less glorious sounds of the Liverpool initiation karaoke, which is going on out in, um, out in France as the boys are doing their, uh, their, um, wind down in the evening. You've got Nabby dancing with Danny Sturridge. You've got Alison breaking out the guitar and doing a little bit of a, and Oasis sing up himself and Virgil van Dyke mullering mo- some song. I, I couldn't even recognize what it was. It's, it is glorious. And if you are an Instagram, um, person, you should, uh, click on there and have a look. So I said, I'd start off by asking you boys, if you had to, now I know we're, you're, you're two very shy men, right? I know that. If you had to though, if you absolutely had to go up and sing a karaoke song in front of the AI gathering at the end of the year, what would be your karaoke song? So I'm going to start off with Carl and ask you, if you really had to belt one out, what would it be?
1: Uh, I would probably be the Ramones. It's uh, very, very short. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm a big fan of the song, um, I don't want to go down to the basement. It's on the first album and the entire, I, I could go with to recite the entire song for you. Yeah, go on. Hey daddy, oi I don't want to go. Down to the bike, which is in basements. There's something down there. Hey, Romeo, I don't, there's something down there. I don't want to go down to the bike. It's repeated, repeated it, re- repeat it for two minutes,
0: and it's glorious. It is a belter, and, yeah. uh, and, and, and you don't have to worry about reading, uh, squinting at uh, lyrics, uh, ideally. No, like oh,
1: no, none of that. Well, I'll, I'll be doing these slides across the stage. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, doing do the thing that Joey Ramone did, which Danny baker said, and, uh, he yeah, had this thing where he, he would kick himself up the ass with his left leg every time he sang a, um, a, a like a, a big note.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll get it. That'll get it. That'll help you. It'll help you reach them. I, 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 if it came down to it, yeah, like from from vocal performance point of view, how do you reckon you'd go? You can't
1: really go wrong because you just shouting a lot. You're just doing a bit of shouty stuff. Yeah, that's what shouting. it is. I can't. I, I can't sing. I think like I can. I, 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 I play musical instruments all the time, but I, I it's the one thing I can't do. Well, that's, I can't do it, but
0: I, I can, like. Show songs are good then. Show yeah. songs, show songs are your friend, Carl. That's basically what, where we're going with this. Cam, yeah. what about you? If, I, I am curious to hear what Cam has to say. If you had to, Cam, what would be your song to uh, perform in front of all of us?
2: Um, if I had to, and you really wanted to hear my tone-deaf, awful voice, um, and I'd be getting pelters off the stage for sure, um, it would be a song by The verb. And it would be
0: bittersweet symphony. Oh, God, you've taken on something there, pal. It's
1: my favourite song. Oh, okay. So you're, there's some yeah. notes in that, though, isn't that? There? There's, some, there's
0: some notes in that, yeah. Is it's, there? Yeah. Yeah,
2: there's
1: uh, some, there, there's
2: some. For it. Not the way I sing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and can I ask us, well, what's sort your of waistcoat position during the song? Is it casually opened in a croquettish manner
2: or, um, it, well, it would have to be, really, wouldn't it? I mean, I'd, I'd have to emulate um, Richard Ashcroft. Um, Richard Ashcroft in the way he's walking down the, down the street yeah. and pushing everybody in his sight. And as Guy says, full kimono, silky so kimono to go with it. Yeah. Oh wow, Perfect that's guy, You've got it. You've got it worked out like that, Guy. Square concussion. I, I, I need to try this. Look, learn that one
0: day. I get uh, it, it's stop pretending you're not doing it right now. Come on, uh, everybody. Everybody knows that the um, the uh, no video link in the shed. shed. You
2: guys the have sh- no idea what's going
0: on. Shed windows open, the breeze is blowing, fluttering through your kimono. We know, we know, we know the crack. Uh Yeah, uh, y- of course, it's no surprise to anybody. That the guy has said that he would just bang some Robbie Williams on. I don't think he really cares. Just any Robbie Williams, really. Um So I mean, that's that's kind of predictable. Yeah, I like
1: that. I like that. It, it, it'd be, it'd be very difficult to sing that while we're all throwing fruit at him. <laughs> 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 guy, mate, Guy, they will not want an encore. I know that's, that's just bold statements that you've made there. No, I, I, I
0: can't, I can't see it happening. I can't see it happening. Not because I'm sure Guy sings like an angel, but, uh, I, uh, I just, you know, enough is enough when it comes well, to what,
1: what about you, Trev? What are you going to go for? Bewitched, bewitch maybe?
0: I, I, I like the way you stereotype me into an Irish girl. Yeah,
1: denim, yeah. Yep.
0: bit of denim, a bit Irish girl, but n- uh, no, no. Oddly enough, it wouldn't be bewitched. Um, I, I, it'd be something where you could sort of croon some sort of a. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good in that range. I can do all that. I can do like you know, Jim Morrison, or I can do you know, I can do from that. Type Russia
1: of, with love.
0: That type of voice from a bit of Matt Monroe. Well, well actually. Actually, now that you mention it, that could be a belter.
1: Yeah. Rookie looks great.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. That's mine. I'm going with yeah. that. Right. Okay.
1: Good, good
0: suggestion, my friend. And now we have to leave. Right. We're going, the, uh, we're going on tour. We're going on tour. The silky kimonos. That's what we're going to call ourselves. <laughs> <now. So>, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I think. How many of killers would be more appropriate? Yeah, to that's, that's very well likely, yeah. Jesus, will you,
0: you, I gave you an opportunity not to bring up the KKK again and you just go ahead <laughs> and do it. <laughs> uh, Although,
1: of course, there is a remote one so called the KKK put my baby away. About
0: P- Pooley's at home now shouting at us for being racist again. This is, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. Sorry. The, no, who am I racist to
2: then? Cam. I think references Oh, oh right.
0: Cam. Come on. Sorry. Uh, the, uh, the US tour cam um yes. uh, on reflection um uh, overall you'd have to say it was quite a success um you'd have to say there was um you know quite a lot to enjoy especially the way it finished i suppose um with that yes. uh, the match against uh, against united and all the the hilarity that ensued with um with Mourinho and his uh Utter nonsense. Um, if you had to pick a highlight or two from it, um, let, us keep you to two. What would okay. be your two highlights from that, from that US tour? If you, if you were, if you were forced to, to, to um, pick out just one or two things that you thought were really good.
2: Um, Mourinho was saying that we were playing a team of kids and then it was, uh, proved that the United team was average age 25 and we were average age 26. So I thought that was.
1: No, other way around. They were 26, we were 25.
2: Oh, yeah, sorry, we were younger, yeah. weren't we? Sorry, my bad, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was that was brilliant, how, you know, you just dug a hole and kept digging and kept digging and kept digging. And then uh, there was a brilliant tweet, I don't know if anybody's seen it, and it was uh, uh, about Cabino, um apparently not being on the pitch. And somebody replied, well, you have to attack us to have noticed <laughs> him. He plays DM. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was just tweet of the year and Twitter now but yeah. on, a, on a serious note on a serious note um, I just think um, it, it's been a good tour in that you know there's been no injuries Definitely. storage yeah storage is looking okay building our hopes up again that we're going to get a, dip, a fit of Daniel's storage which is always brilliant because let's be honest it's a superb and we want a fit firing storage to provide backup to the front row. Um The fitness levels of the players look good. Nobody looks to be, you know, uh, out of shape in any way serious form. And and ultimately that's what it's about. It's about getting match fitness, getting up to 90 minutes, building up the team, giving them more and more, more minutes with each with each game. So they'll play a half and then maybe go up to 60 minutes. So expect to see a few of you guys doing 60, 75 minutes uh, this weekend. Um, when they're playing um, it's, it's Napoli isn't it yeah think. yeah so um expecting Dublin on Saturday night so expect to see uh, you know the minutes being increased and I think you know that's got to be the big thing and I think it's been great you know for for the US fans that we that we have out there that they've had an opportunity to see Liverpool play and you know to get a 100,000 into that stadium to watch Liverpool Man United I think that, I think that's brilliant and um Despite did you hear did you
0: hear the the ticket prices uh, that were floating about yeah I mean, that, no. that, uh, there was, if, if that 105 thousand place I think it, there was north of hundred thousand who turned up but I think it was 101 it was about
2: 100, just pounds, I think.
0: yeah so I mean the 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 some of the, the ticket prices that were being bandied about like it, it was horrific as you might expect um there was obviously scalpers going on but I think even just the bottom line basic ticket was a lot of money so I mean it was uh, like successful in every way, shape or form in terms of, 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 um, raising a bit of awareness, I suppose, about the game and, 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 but it did, to me now, it looked like it was the majority Liverpool fans. I, it really did come across that way. Um, from well,
2: what well, I've seen, people are saying it was
0: 70-30. Yeah, it certainly looked that way to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose, you know again from that point of view you could say like and let's be honest that's what this is that's what those things are about there they are commercial uh exercises i mean it we, much yes. enough we might like to say it's, it's about giving the fans a chance to see the team and of course there's an element of that but it's also about um growing the growing the the, the uh the market and all the rest of it um if, if you had to yourself carl were there any different things that you'd have picked out that were sort of um positives to take from that tour
1: well, the, the Mourinho, I think, is absolutely fantastic. because I love the fact that it's now, um, him and Alexis Sanchez against the world. That, that, I, I like that more than anything else. Uh, Cam's right. I was going to say this, actually. My friend Beth, um, who's, uh, who, who does the old the next show a while ago, she went to see Liverpool play in Charlotte. And she was just incredibly excited about that. And I go and see Liverpool a lot and I take it for granted. So it's it just really nice for people to go and see Liverpool. And, just like, say, she said to me, like, you know, literally, I'm looking at Jürgen Klopp now, and I'm thinking, like, I see him, like, once a week, normally, so. So that, that's a nice thing, that you know, that they can go around there. But other than that, it's, um, I've always got the same view about pre-season really. It's, um, it's a training session tied to a cash machine. That's all it really is. Um, the results don't mean anything, but it's always nice to beat Man United and to see Shikiri somehow manage to get his R so far off the floor. It's, uh, that, that was a nice moment, but, uh, but a little things so I, I like the fact that Ben Woodburn went into a 50 and won the ball, as I didn't, in didn't he was that sort of player. Um, I really like that, and, um, Curtis Jones.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, whatever about Shakiri, um, you know, uh, of course, that was gratifying. I, I think it's been a bit overplayed, as has the, uh, have you seen this lad in training, uh, constant video and chit chat? It's getting a bit wearing, but I thought, yeah, Rafa Camacho and Curtis Jones, I thought were real, uh, highlights of that tour because, to me, it looked as if we don't just have solid lads now who are okay. We have lads who really look like they know how to play the system that Klopp wants them to play. Camacho in particular yeah, at, very good. At, at right back where he'd never played before. And, and, yeah. and, and because of whatever culture has been inculcated into the club by Klopp and the way that he wants the, the, the younger teams to play as well, it's, uh, it, I find that immensely gratifying, as if the whole kind of unit is moving on. The whole thing is kind of coalescing properly. I like that, I have to say. Um, Shakiri, great. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like I say, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a giggle and it's a bit of fun. And as was the whole, uh, the whole Mourinho thing. I am really, lads, but uh, I'll go back to you in this camp. I am really, really looking forward to seeing Nabi Keita on um, Saturday evening, uh, even though I won't see a lot, uh, hopefully ever recorded somewhere. I'm really looking forward to seeing Nabi Keita because that was a real low light for me, not being able to see him in the last two matches because he's like, I think he's got everybody's head in the swivel, this kid.
2: Yeah, we, we touched on it last week, didn't we? And, um, you know, we said the guy who uses quality, you know he's he's going to be a really really special player for us. I mean, he's going to be pivotal for us uh, in the season going forward. He's uh, an absolutely crucial part of our first eleven. Um, I'm going to like, I'm going to miss the game on Saturday night. Uh, I'm not going to be able to watch it, so I'll try and uh, watch it on Sunday. Um, I miss the United game as well. Uh, I, so um, I'll watch that again the next day. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, he's he's going to do the business for us. I think it's really exciting that we've got this player. And um, let's be honest, we're not really sure what he's going to do when he gets on the pitch because we don't really know that much about him. How many of us really watched the Bundesliga last season? Was his head really in the right place when he was when he was at Leipzig? You know, his his mind and heart, you know, was from what my understanding is, you could tell he he wanted to be at Liverpool. He was pushing for the move in January to come over. He really wants to be here. You know, one of his best mates is there in in Sadi Amane. So, um, he's, he's him and Studge on Instagram, you know, they're, they're, they're lighting the place up. So, you know, he's, he's settled in well. And that's always key. And being settled in, you know, and if you look at like Mo Salah last season, settled in really quickly, scored on his debut. And then we all know what happened with the rest of the season. Come, uh, next Sunday against, uh, it's West Ham, isn't it? Our opening game. Yeah. Um, come you know, uh, when we play, uh, West Ham. If he has a storming game, you just, you just, I just, I just know, I, just, I can feel it now. He's going to take the league by storm. People are going to sit up and go, what the fuck? We signed a player. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting Man United fans. Coming up to me now, you know, in the family, the scummy family saying, we are genuinely actually worried about you boys this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Genuinely in fear, because they said, we've made signings. And it's not just about, we've made signings, we've made the right signings.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, you know, it's every bit as essential as the signings that we've made in your dead right. And it's a very, very good point that it's absolutely a bone of contention and anxiety, uh, with rival fans. We've spoken about that in recent pods too. But Carl, you know, it's absolutely every bit as vital is that the outgoings have not included anyone too frightening or anyone too major in that we still have our front three intact. We have a man who's right in the shake-up for, uh, being Considered in the top uh, one or two or three in the world for the next couple of seasons in Mo Salah, not going anywhere. To see that guy come back uh, on the U.S. tour, a big smiley head, and I mean, looks so relieved when he got his goal. Sadio Mane, exactly the same. Bobby Firmino back in training now. You know, we've got all our good guys, and we've got these guys coming in as well. So it is a combination of the two, isn't it? Well,
1: Sadio Mane is currently shirt number as well, which I really like because that says. If, if mine is going next year, you don't give him the number 10 shirt. Yeah. yeah. Not after the last time about the number 10 shirt, you know, you just don't do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, we haven't actually got rid of anyone who, who, who would be at the detriment to us, to be honest. Um, the people who are looking, looking likely to leave are the bit players anyway. And, you know, good luck to them and everything, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the strongest squad we've had in years. I mean, there really is. I mean, one player comes out and the one comes in. I, I keep saying this about, I, I know for some reason he's the whipping boy, but if Adam Lallana is the worst midfielder we can bring in with 10 minutes to go in a home game, I'm, all, I'm happy about that. Hmm. I, I just don't want the equivalent of me being on the bench and thinking, oh, you know, stick him in. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, that's that's, that's that, the thing.
0: That's it. And, and, and Carragher during the week saying something similar about the squad depth, saying it did, the, the current group is every bit as good, if not better than anything he was ever involved with. That's going back quite a bit, I guess. So you're going back about a decade and a half there, all through Rafa's great squads as well. And that is quite a statement, you know.
1: Eric Byron, Sean Dundee, and Robbie Fowler was injured. Yeah. Sorry, suspended. Yeah. Well, there you go. I yeah. mean, it, even, it, even then, David and Gold played, with, um, in Torres last season alongside Torres. That's
0: mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 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 um, justifiable reasons for the excitement now. I don't know where we are. I think we 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 tend to be slightly more kind of um, uh, circumspect in terms of making predictions. But look, it is interesting to see the reaction of of of, of rival fans of of, of um. People like Gary Neville, uh, there's there's an anxiety there, you, you can see it in Mourinho. You, you both of you have mentioned that it's definitely there. That's what that's about. There's no other
1: reason for that. Well, it's, it's Mourinho's third season, and he doesn't do four seasons. So, um, oh, so, well, you
2: know, it's, just it's third
1: season meltdown, which has started, hasn't it? Yeah, and that, that, that's what tends to happen. He tends to sort of start looking around, and um, I said I'll put it this week, but I, I think what he'll do is he'll find a non-issue for him to go, and then he'll. Probably when PSG needs a manager or Bayern Munich. I think that's the only one he's got left to do now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which Whichever one of the big ones kind of goes sideways, he'd be kind of ready there lurking in October yeah. or November. Yeah. I think, I think that might be a great shout. But, and, and, you know, um, with all the best will in the world, because unfortunately, like Cam, I do know quite a lot of Man United fans and actually get on very well with them, but, uh, yeah, I will re- absolutely revel in that sort of, um, opening to the season if that's what happens. Uh, I have to say, eh, uh, the, the stuff about the signings is absolutely glorious. The, the, the moaning and whinging about, like, I gave them a list of five and hopefully I'll get one, you know, who knows? I'm very upset. Blah, blah, blah. This is tremendous stuff and it is very enjoyable. Speaking of ins and outs and signings. We have quite a lot of, um, speculation around the club at the moment. Let's talk about the people who are likely to go out. Carl, you mentioned them there and we know who they are. Let's take them one by one. I'll go to you first on this. Obviously, Simon Mignolet is someone who we are trying to move on. Now, the club, it would appear, have slapped a 12 million, um, pound sort of a valuation on him. Now, it looks as if Besiktas have balked at that valuation. And so that deal, which looked like it was very close to being done, is not quite so certain now uh Barcelona that rumor about them as ha- looking at him as a backup. I was never really buying that anyway um I think they were expecting maybe if Silas and went he might be a half decent backup. I really never got into that as a rumor, but this thing about uh, about minilet um he is going gonna to be the one to go. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And Carius will probably be, he's going to try and rehabilitate him as number two. That's how I'm seeing it so far. Um We spoke just before we went on air about the idea of fellas leaving. And if we take him as the most likely to go and already being linked very, very heavily with a specific club. If we take that as, as a situation, what if we don't get the fee, Carl? What if it's a loan? What if Liverpool don't get the money in? Are you getting all worried about the uh, bank balance?
1: Yeah, I'm always worried about how rich John Henry is. Um, it, it keeps me up every night. Mm-hmm. Thinking, but, but poor Tom Werner, he's probably missed out there on a few minutes now. No, it's it's not, it's not my money, so I don't really care about that. And actually, I think £12 million time Simon Midnight is all right, you know. You bought him for, what, £9? That's, that, that's my memory of it anyway, from
2: 2013.
1: Yeah, um, 10000000 million, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, so I think it was, about, it was £9 million, yeah, because I'm thinking, that's a lot of £7 many like. But, but 12, you know, I think that's a, a decent price and I just want him off the books really, because I think it's just good for everyone if he goes. It's, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. 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 Actually, do you know what? Um, and, and, and this is going to sound a little bit, um, oh, maybe a little bit harsh, but there are a couple of lads who have been around the club and I have been uneasy, shifting in my seat uneasily because I did want them to go, even though I sort of liked them as lads. Uh, there are hangovers and, and, and hangabouts from just a, an unsuccessful kind of a, what I would term it like a loser era. And he's one of them. And there's another lad who's a glaring example and it doesn't look like he's going anywhere, but most of them have gone now. And I think Mignolet, it's just too much for him to even be considering being number two. Now, I think he's an obvious choice. Yeah. 12 million won't be good, but if, if, if people are balking at that valuation, what I was getting at there and what you seem to have uh, completely uh, uh answered in a very, very uh definitive way is uh what happens if we don't get that and we have to pull them out on loan? And Cam, I'm just going to ask you exactly the same question. What if the likes of Mignolet, and we're going to talk about um Ings and Origi and a few of them in a minute. What about all these wonderful fees that are getting moved? What if we don't get them? and It's a whole raft of loans. I know at least three or four guys who I speak to on Twitter who are going to be. In the throes of depression about that. Um, are you like Carl? Do you honestly not give a, give a damn? Is it, it's about, it's about moving them on or wh- wh- how do you feel about, about that idea of maybe ending up with a whole lot of fellas loaned out for a season?
2: Um, with Vinny like what I think the issue might be, might not actually be the price tag. It might be his wages. You've got to remember, uh, he it did tends sign, to be. yeah, he did sign a, a lucrative new contract not long ago. Which everybody was up in arms about, and yes. if that's the reason he can't be moved on. Then that was a bad, bad um, a bad decision by the club in that respect. Now, um, because they they always knew they were going to get Carrick's in, when they were given him that contract. Well, Carrick was already here. I can't remember how it was. So, it was, was so it, it was to
1: protect his value, was the term
2: used? Yeah, protect his value is fine, but you have to be sensible with. If, if it doesn't well, have any value, then that. an like, issue. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah,
1: yeah. And don't forget, he'll be taking pairs with him as well. So, um, That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you're a big fan. I know you're a big fan of the man. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see. Um, I was thinking about this the other day about about Markovic. Um, about Markovic goes out with his mates and calls and, and introduces himself to the ladies as "I'm a Liverpool player." <laughs> what have you heard this? No, 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 no I'm just thinking. I can imagine him going to some in the Queen of go and I'm, I'm Lesnar Markovic, uh, I play for Liverpool. Because, <laughs> because technically, technically, he does. Yeah, yet, he does, yeah. he does. And yeah, Te- I, I just don't see the point
2: of going on loan for 17 years. Just, just go. No, no. It I, mean, is, they, they, it- they, I mean, the thing is, if it's, if we need to be selling players to get players in, mm. then it's an issue. Yeah. For, you know, because if we need to free up wages to pay wages, it's an issue. And that's with, whether it be Origi, Inks, Minoule, Carrius. If somebody, somebody went in for him, Ragnar Klavan, because we've got five back, so we don't need we don't need five, even though four of them are all injury prone. Um, you know, whoever it may be, that needs to be gone because it needs. We we want to get whoever to come in. Mm. Then it's an issue. But if yeah, it's th- not th- an th- issue to get that player in, which yeah. doesn't seem to be with the signings we've made. Yeah. But let's be honest we were going to sign naval Pekir, the deal was done hmm so where's that money right now that's the question mhm
0: well, let's let's talk about the guys who, uh, r- before we focus on who might come in and, and, and sort of pipe dreams like that because I think they are at this stage. Let's talk about those guys. Like I said, Mignolet is an obvious one. Ojo to Borough is one that's constantly being mooted as well for about £10 million. That won't go away as a rumour. Uh, Ings to Crystal Palace, uh, I've never seen so many links to anything in my life before. Origi is being linked with uh, Newcastle, although it looks as if Newcastle are, are broke completely. So the idea oh, of pay- God, that... That
1: no, the, idea, the,
0: idea no of, the, the idea of them spending 27 million pounds on yeah that's just not going to happen but obviously he's another guy who's likely to leave uh, to whoever or whatever he's another one again another year on loan what, we know what he can do I don't understand why what, what, that, what benefit that would have he's a
2: good have. bench option I
0: think yeah Pedro Cirivella, um was looking like he was on his way out the door for 3.5 million to Rosenberg that apparently was turned down by him um now there are other ones obviously um that could happen but here let me just run this past you Carl because let's get past the money thing and I'll talk about that for a minute because this is a Klopp on this idea of outgoings he says um, let me see yeah in the end it makes no sense to have 35 players in the squad because developing players mean they have to feel needed they need to see in this situation or in that situation I can play in the team and all that stuff i 'm pretty sure a few things will happen, but exactly what time will show now. It sounds to me like that 's a man who, like you said, is looking to trim down a squad for reasons other than finance they, as cam said it 's not about we need to get rid of guys so that we can desperately have uh, gather together a few a few shekels so we can do a, a deal on the last day and that money as as, as cam said uh, is already in situ if anything's going to be done, obviously. The financial thing, let's put that on the shelf. But what about that idea of an unwieldy squad and what that could possibly do to morale when it's so vital to a year club side?
1: Well, we, we do. You trim down the squad when you, you're playing in fewer competitions. So when Liverpool went in Europe, um, I think Roger said this, he trimmed it right down because there's no point in playing, getting, you know, a, a huge squad in if you could be two games out just playing in one competition. So, you know, by, by the, the first week of January, we could just have like, I don't know, 19 league games left and nothing else. There's no point in having a 35 man squad if that's, if that's what's going to happen. They can't all play. Um, uh, I think he will keep some back just because we are on four fronts next year. I expect us to go strong in the big two. Um, and, um, I think, I think he'll just keep, I, I, I don't think, but I don't think we're going to get rid of them all. I am a bit, I'm surprised, I will be surprised if Ojo goes. But I think he's still all right. But, um, yeah, I mean, things like Danny Ings. Danny Ings has got to go for the sake of Danny Ings as much as us. You know, and things like that, you know. But players like that have got Origi's oh, got to go, uh, because because he's not Firmino. <laughs> so it's, it's as simple as that. But so yeah. I, I, I think um there's no point in just keeping lads all around, because it, it also, it does affect the squad. I mean, if you think about, if you think about, um let's use Danny Ings as an option. So Danny Ings, he's, he's, there's three strikers he can replace at the front. First substitution comes on, and it's in Kierig. He can start great on third and out. Then he puts on Solanke. And suddenly Danny Ings is thinking, God, there's got to be five lads in before I get a game here. And yeah. that, and you can't disguise that body language. Yeah. You can't disguise it, right? and, and that's that's not a negative thing because you know I want all the players to play for the and be annoyed when they're not playing at the football. not like Winston Bogard back in the day or anything like that. Yeah. I was so just here and take forty grand bags. Um, Sixty. So Sixty it in two thousand and one yeah. as well? Basketball. Yeah. I mean, I'm only on a fraction of that a week, but <laughs> um. But and, and I think that's just, I think that's why you you've got to bring your squad down because you've got to make it competitive.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, that seems to be very much what what the manager's saying himself there, and uh, and we will come but, on. So later. that's and
1: Klopp who agree with
0: me today. There you go, that's a rarity. And it, later on, there's a question from from uh, from a listener as regards that idea of uh the front the front boys and what do you do and how would you shake it up and all that. But when you spell it out the way you have done there, um that. Really does kind of make the likes of Danny Ings probably have to sit up and think, right, I'm gone. And it does look as if that's very much a deal that's likely to get on him too. And, and, he'll, and
1: he'll start at Yeah, he with will bench. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben, ben, ben ben take. Take. Ben take not. Yeah.
0: So. Well, he may start and he may do actually very, very well indeed. No, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, he, he's he's a good lad. I mean, Carl, there's the before before we just finish with all this um, pre-season malarkey, we do have the two yeah. games um, to get a look at at. Um, um the lads and it seems very much as if Jurgen's um quite dead set on I'm going to play my best players in the first game against West Ham um yeah that'll be interesting sure. as as Cam says to get see guys getting a bit of a run in these next two games Napoli is going to be what Napoli will be it'll be the ch- first chance for us to see Allison who you know the video from from training is very exciting indeed but it's the the last game I just want to focus on the the game at Anfield against Torino, which is Klopp has referred to as the people's game. You know, Uh, yeah. uh he he's he was he was in full on PR mode. He was talking about all the things we're going to do. You know, we're going to go on stage, we're going to sign some shirts and all that stuff that we wouldn't normally get to do. And he says it's a nice chance for people to get to a game again. I suppose acknowledging the difficulty of getting a ticket, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the fact that it's midweek. I think I think he, he he's very much on message there. But I think behind all of that, um, I don't know what you think, Carl, I think behind all of that, I think that's a proper, proper game. I'm really looking forward to that because that's his sort of, like, you know, final tweak before the the the, the, the season debut.
1: It's your dress rehearsal. It yeah. is, you, isn't it? Yeah, you start that game with a team that's pretty much nine players are going to be, you start that game are going to be playing against West
0: Ham. Oh, dude, that's exciting. So, I mean, like, I, you, I think you, you, you think about that, that's, that's, Oh, I, I, I'm I'm curious. What do you what's what side do you think starts against West Ham, assuming no injuries between now and then? Uh,
1: I'll go for Allison Van Dijk, the greatest defender in the world. Um, oh, one I of think, the best. One of the best. Please come on. Oh, one of the best. Don't, okay. Don't trust don't his words. Come okay. On. Um, <laughs> <your best. laughs> Clavin. I like Clavin. <laughs> yeah. I. Like uh, as well. I reckon he's going to play. Um. I reckon he play Klein. Over Trent. Um, mm. and he'll play Robertson. I think the midfield three will probably be Kaita, Fabino. Um, one of the, uh, Henderson maybe. Um, mm. and then the, the big three.
0: Yeah. I, would imagine Miller may be ahead of Henderson, the pecking order there for that three, but I, I, I'd agree with you. It
1: depends um, if he's on the beach or not.
0: I, th- I think, ironically, I think, I think Ragnar Clavin will start the season. Um, and I, I say that because if you look, at uh, again your phone or your computer all you're seeing is pictures of a shaven headed degsy lovran uh going around wearing his um uh, toy story outfit s- toy story outfit his check shirt and his straw hat looking like a looking like a, a shit version of woody and that man is definitely not ready to come back and play football. I think he's a way off, um, quite a way off. Uh, so I'd imagine it'll be, so, uh, it'll be, it'll be Virgil and A another. And I think it might actually be Clavan because the other lad. The he's
2: other
0: guy. Yeah, but he's just, he's, he just seems to be made at crisps. I, I, I can't, I can't get behind, um, Joel Matip at all um, as a, as a, as a reliable human. You were talking about how we have five, but as you said, there's a lot of them lads like to get a knock. So, I mean. That's why we, I said
2: four are injured.
0: Yeah, we need all of them. We definitely yeah. need all. Uh, you, you know what I think on this, Cam. I think we need yeah, another yeah. one and I'd love we us do, to have yeah. another one. But, but uh, anyway. No, what, no uh, any tweaks on that for more likely sign, uh, um, starting 11 against West Ham? Do you, do you see anything different there?
2: Um, the only difference on, you might see, you might see Gomez at right back rather than Klein. Do you uh, not think
0: he, do you not think? I think he was hinting at Trent actually starting. Um, he,
2: he did, didn't he? Because he said he was in remarkably good shape mm. back in. And, mm. But then, but then Hendo's back, back training as well. So you never know. Hendo might suddenly sneak in. Ginny's not, not 100% fit. So you can't see Ginny starting. But I yeah. think, yeah, I think, you know, the midfield could be Milner, uh, as an a, uh, as a more of a, an attacking midfielder, you know, one of the wide ones with Fabino sitting with Kaita. Doing his madness. Um, I hope he doesn't play Milner as, uh, alongside Fabino as a double pivot, because that's awful when he does. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I think the core will be the nine, the nine play, eight, nine players you definitely know is going to be, you know, Allison, Robertson, Van Dyke, then you've got Naby and Fabino and the three up front. So you've got those six there are definitely, seven are definitely going to be playing. Um, yeah, the issue is going to be, I think you could be right. Uh, I think Clavin will start, mm. um, because Mattip, he, he, he's just yes, even Crisps is probably stronger than Matip at the moment, I think. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, it depends <laughs> on variety. See, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just touch yeah. him
2: and he just seems to be, that's it. There's something wrong with me. And there's a reason he was a free transfer and nobody else wanted it. Yeah, I mean, well, look, we signed him. He, he did well in this first season. I thought he was a, a half useful defender, but he's just, Gone off the cliff, hasn't he? Yeah. Can't can't head the ball to save his life. No, that's Gomez. He can't no, judge no, the weight no. of the ball, and he can't. Oh, I know. It. Yeah, yeah. Gomez's problem is I'm um, not up here in a minute. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, mean, whereas, um, is that
1: M- coach said
2: he's, he was scared of heading
1: the ball. Yeah. 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 Joel, Joel yeah. Matthews got no idea the ball was going to go once he's headed it.
0: Yeah, and, and and neither do we. But I, I, here's the look. Let, let's 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 focus more on 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 what is exciting because hopefully we can actually carry someone there. Um because if we do have, a, a, by the way, a far a far um, more muscular version of Trent these days is looking uh, back at right back. If we've got Robbo, if we've got Virgil, hey, look. Let's be honest. Who's not absolutely busting at the guts to see? Mr. Allison, uh, on Saturday and see what he can do and see him against Torino again, see him starting. Like, I mean, this is, if this works out, this is, ah, oh, it's a new chapter. It really is. We, it's, it's something that we haven't had in a long time. If it works out, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sold on this either, but when you hear Klopp talking about him, Carly says he obviously has a real presence. He's smart. He's nice. It's good to have him around. It's only positive. Even the performances and training, which is not too important in the beginning, are already exceptional. So all good, he says. Um, you know, you know, he's, he's very excited to have this dude around. And do you, would you agree that this ad, adds an extra dimension that we haven't had in many a long year? If he is as good as we think he is.
1: I haven't felt happy about the goalkeeper since 2009. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And and I know I keep saying it all the time, but you just don't mess around with your goalkeeper. Just get that right. Get your goalkeeper right. but That's why, like, um, I wrote about this recently. Uh, when people talk about, um, Ferguson's greatest buy was, was either Roy Keane or Canton It wasn't, it was Schmeichel by an absolute mile. But then they started get taking themselves seriously. Not Jim Leighton or Les Seely, you know. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. That,
0: that's, that's, that's where you start. It's, it's I know it's the most boring, uh, statement in the world, but it's your platform. And if you've got, you know, a, we're, we're one little element away from, Having the most solid back platform that we've ever had. Um, it, well, certainly since the eighties, we really are. We're, we're one world class center half away from having the best setup we've ever had in terms of cover, in terms of quality people come in and full back situations and adequate cover at center half. It's really, really exciting. You, you, as you say then, uh, Cam, you put the two, uh, new boys in midfield ahead of that. I would imagine it's likely to be Milner, just looking at how he's pulling up trees and training from day one. Um, the fact that he's, he's great been, and he's great and he's been there. I think it's likely to be him and the two boys. Um, as you say, it's, it's how, how, how that shapes up is, is going to be interesting. I don't, I don't think anyone knows what, um, what Nabi Kate is going to do in terms of uh, where he'd play. He seems to like getting to the byline a lot for a fella who's, uh,
1: lots who's, of cutback. He
0: loves, loves a cutback, which yeah. it, this is marvelously exciting. But just a quick one for you, Cam, on this idea of yeah. Sadio Mane. We talked about it briefly before, and I was mentioned to you just before we went on air. He's the only one of the front three who hasn't signed this contract, but it does seem to be very much in the in the pipeline. And as as Carl said earlier on, you don't give a guy a number ten shirt and 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 um, uh, expect him to walk away from it after a season. They must be very confident it's going to get done. He seems to be very positive about doing it. Again, the statement that would be having all of the front four, front three on on um on five year contracts, and the new boys, and Virgil, all of these lads, uh, and Allison, all of these lads committed long term to the club. That's you know, the, Sadio signing up would really. I know it's. I know some people find it hard to get any any joy out of things like that. To me, that means a lot. Just like him wearing number ten means a lot. It's just symbolic. Uh.
2: It is, but ultimately it doesn't mean a thing at the same time. Because Suarez signed a new contract in December or January, whenever it was and he was gone in the summer. Coutinho signed a new contract not long, long before he left as well.
0: Oh, you know Brunch, I mean? you're me you're bringing me down, pal.
2: No, but ultimately, <laughs> I'm, I'm being a realist here. Yeah? Yeah. It, it, the only person who's going to benefit from the new contract is Sadio. Mm. Liverpool protect their Asset a little bit, but you know, because he's got a a five year contract. Yeah, that's great, you know, but it doesn't mean a thing. If, if Mo has another spectacular season next season, the big boys are all going to come knocking. And unless we won the league or the Champions League, they're going to come knocking on that door. And that's just a fact. That's the way it is. And and until we start winning trophies, players signing long term contracts does not mean a thing ultimately. I'm sorry, but it doesn't, and that's that's where we're at right now. Um, but the club is doing everything right at the moment, and you you've got to take you've got to doff your cap and say yes, we we are. You can see where we're going. You can see what's happening. Sadio is an important part of what we are trying to achieve. He's he's as important as Bobby is, and as important as uh, Mo Salah. Then are is important as each other in what we trying to achieve you know and if that one you, if you want to take that onto the front three let's talk about the front three and how important they are because it's not just about Sadio it's the three of them together and how they link up and how they click and how they perform with each other and the goals they score and granted it, you know Cyber and Dishes are, has put this up you know they weren't as good as uh, Suarez and Sturridge and Sterling that you know the, the three S's, whatever. So, um, they give me more joy than those three last season because of the type of football we were playing consistently with those three in the team. Well, yeah.
0: well just on that, um, and, and I'm, I'm curious just to, to, to go into one of one listener question. We had a question from Joe Pepper. Uh, who was asking? What would be the plan if one of the front three is out for an extended period of time? I'm just going to ask both of you: What sure. would be option A, option B, option C for you if one of the front three? And we, this doesn't really matter who it is, right? Because like we know that 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 um if 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 Firmino's out, uh, Mo can play centrally. And we know Salio can play centrally if needed. So it's not about position. Let's just say one of our um nominal three best attackers is missing. What what who who are your A, B, and C options? Go to options for right? Okay. Uh, across that um,
2: It depends on which one, the front three is out because that will affect the dynamic of the of the attack. So, one, one of the options you could do is quite simply is, um, say Bobby was out, you could, you could bring Studge in. That would be, it's not a like-for-like like replacement, but you want, a natural, you want a striker in the middle there then. Okay. And I think storage storage If one of the wide men is out, you can bring Shaqiri in. Yeah? Or, yeah. what you could do is, if one of the front three is out, you, you, You play with a two up top, and then you go with a four in the midfield. But you play a diamond, and you push uh, you can push Naby Naby to the uh, tip of the diamond. You can have a Fabino sitting. You could have uh, Ginny Hendo, Ginny Milner, uh, Milner Hendo, whatever you want to do behind behind Naby in front of the in front of Fabino. So that that it's what I think it would be very much dependent on which of the front three is at, and how you then tinker it to. Ma- maximize the effect. I think Nabi is, is key in all of that as well. Because yeah. I think he, I think he's got the ability. I think he's got the ability. And I'm really too think he has to, he could push it into the front three.
0: But what I'm hearing, what, what I'm hearing in terms of personnel, your go-to guys are Shakiri and Sturridge first. Yes. More than like
2: That's what, yeah, that's what you've got them there for. Okay. You, you have okay. to, you know, that it's more natural. Thing. You want your best players playing in your best positions ultimately.
0: If you had to, if you had to pick a third person in terms of depth there for introducing in, uh, into that, who's, who's your, who's your next goal to? Are you keeping Divock around? Are you, uh, going yes. Solanke? Are you, what, 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 who's your third man there?
2: Uh, I think, when Origi played those few games, um, he, he played about seven, eight games and he scored two, two, three goals. It wasn't prolific, but it, he, he can play the wide role better than the striker role. He likes, he likes to play on the left, He likes to cut in, and he scored a couple of goals from that position. So, you, you can, you can switch, uh, if, say, he, say Bobby was out, you, you could move Mo in the middle, you could move Sadio over to the right, you could bring Divac into the left if you need
0: to. Okay. Okay. Carl, same question to you in terms of the front three. I know Cam was sort of, um, 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 splitting hairs about who would be out and who wouldn't be out, but that depth chart about, about guys who would be involved in the shake up if one of them is out for a considerable period of time. Uh, I, Fully get what Cam's saying. You it would depend on who it was and, and the, the, the differences. Is that, would you be inclined to agree with that as a depth chart? Is Shakiri number one to go in there somewhere? Is, is Daniel Sturridge number one for you?
1: I think, I think, I think Sturridge is. Sturridge I think. is, yeah. And, okay. Um, uh, I think he could, he could go Sturge and play a diamond. Um, um, I think if one of the wide players, and this is why I'm surprised at the link with, with Ojo going, Ojo looked pretty good preseason exactly mm. what we need on the left or the right and you know also, does anyone think it's mad that he took a penalty
0: yeah and insisted on it I thought that was wonderful yeah. to see yeah yeah, yeah, well,
1: yeah. it that. Um, that was a good penalty as well yeah because when he took it I just thought okay we're not too serious about this game then oh my god he's cool. and um but I, th- I think there's that as well and I mean, I don't like the idea, but he has played La in the front three before.
0: I was wondering, with either you go there? Because that's, that to me no, now is, that, that's, no, a, horror him, that's no. a horror show. I think that's a horror show. He just cannot do that. He's completely anonymous. Uh, almost every time. Actually, actually every time every he's time. anonymous. So, I mean, in, in, in terms of the number three there in the depth, um, uh, when we're talking about the roster, who would you be looking at there? It's, uh, Shakiri, it's, it's Sturridge, and would, would you keep, uh, Origi around, or would you, uh, have a look at Solanke again this year? Oh,
1: God. Shot or stabbed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, play Origi over Solanke. Would
0: you? Okay. okay. Uh, I
1: just, I mean, I, I don't see it. I don't see
0: the Yeah. I, I don't see us not moving a region for, uh, for a fee if we can. Yeah. But so for me, I'd say he is by the, end of the fact he'll still be around, probably the most likely one there. Yeah. Interesting stuff. We'll, we, will we will come back to it again. I do, uh, I've got two questions left at the end, but before we do that, in the absence of any, um, uh, extract from, from, um, Renowned author Steve Bruce. This week we do have a little treat for you because we've got an extract from a an autobiography written by a great of British comedy, and this is the Sid Little section. And uh, Carl, I believe you're ready to read us a little extract from from Sid's autobiography. Do you want to frame it for us before you? Before I will you?
1: do. Uh, firstly, I'll remind people who Sid Little is, if if you're not of an age. Um, Sid Little was part of a comedy duo called Little and Large. Um, he was the thin, dull one to Eddie Large, who was the more gregarious, um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have to use the word comedian, there's another no one I can use. Mm. And larger than life character. He certainly.
0: You can't use funny, so.
1: No, um, and, 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 Sid Little was basically the straightest of straight men. and straight yeah. man. And, uh, he, he had a book out, his old biography is called Little Goes a Long Way. Cause it's right. Sid Little, you see.
2: And he beautiful. talked here
1: about meeting his agent, um, who's called Peter, and his wife called Joe. I can still remember the first time Eddie and I went out with Peter and Joe. They invited us to an Italian restaurant in the west end of London. He said that we were going to this particular restaurant because they accepted dogs. He thought this was all a bit strange, but he mentioned something about his own dog called Major. Eddie and I arrived at the restaurant and saw Peter and Joe, so we made our way to the table. We were looking around for the dog. And because it was called Major, we naturally assumed it'd be an Alsatian or a Rottweiler. As we sat down, we asked, Have you brought your dog, Peter? Yes, he said. It's under the table. Well, we looked down rather nervously, and there was this little chihuahua, looking like a brown rat. And we'd been expecting some big monster. Sadly, Major is no longer with us, which is a shame, because Peter and Joan were very attached to him. There'll be one more of those next week. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, what I love about this is you keep waiting for it to yes. land. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Surely at some point this really, really engaging anecdote will have a payoff. There is no payoff.
1: There is. That is it. Oh, it's amazing. You it's might as well have just say, Peter, by the way, the dog had an ironic name. Leave it there. <laughs> That's your lot.
0: It, but but, but it, uh, what, uh, what's, what's truly wonderful about it is that He uh, absolutely believes he's telling us a really good story there in a very, very engaging way. And I can't wait to hear more of them. I've got two questions for you boys before we go, because it's just launched it there. It's uh, about five minutes before the hour. So let's wrap it up if we can. I've got two questions for you. The first one's from... Um, AI uh, royalty in the shape of Harinder, and I, I, he sent it in last week, and I didn't get a chance to ask it. And he says, "Which Olympic track and field event would you nominate each other for, and why?" So I'm going to start with you, Cam. You got to nominate one of myself or Carl for an Olympic event, track or field, and give a reason why.
2: Okay. Um, for Carl, I see him because he, he mentioned previously that he comes from a line of a uh, did you say, uh, dockers, Carl? Yes, yeah. complex of yeah. sailors and dockers, yeah. Sailors and dockers. See, you, you've got a strong upper body. Yeah. Uh, we, we have shoulders in my family, yeah. You have shoulders. That was, the, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, um, yeah, you know, I see you in a throwing event. And so I, I see Carl doing the javelin. Okay. I can see him because, because of all that, you know, the strength that you need. It's, it's all in the upper body for the javelin so he um, would be an ideal javelin for eat. yourself Mr Downey yeah I see I, I I see you doing something quite quite interesting right I, I really do and I see you holding something quite long Keep it closed. while you're running <laughs> dude Now, people, get your minds out
0: of the gutter here. Uh, yeah. You've got me down as a pole vaulter, haven't you?
2: I've got you down
0: as a pole vaulter. How did you know that? I, dear, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm the right sort of shape and makeup for that. I think I'm a bit stocky for well, a pole vaulter. You
2: well, know, I've seen the gym photos. I've seen you working out. I, I see you getting ready for this. Yeah, I,
0: but I, they've got to, they've got to be little willow the wisp types, don't they? Surely, no. <laughs>
2: No, not really. Sergio i would hardly say he was a will of the wisp huh?
0: That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, very
2: yeah. okay. Okay, I'll go, yeah,
0: I'm quite into this, uh, uh comparison. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> if you had to pick, uh, one of us for, uh, for an Olympic event, who would it be? I'll I've one. got
1: two. Um, and I'm actually going to say the same thing for Cam. I've got Cam as the poll voter. Um, because <laughs> I think it's very unfair that if you've got a seat in the stadium and then you're in the bottom three rows. Mm. Only you would get the glory of the kimono or the moo or the waistcoat at that level. Cam owes it to his people that as many people as possible should see it and he will be elevated at all times. So I think he trained deliberately to fling himself through the air so everyone can see his coat of many colors.
0: Oh, it's gorgeous. And
1: that is really good.
0: Can can I can I just get some clarification here? Because I've got a really unfortunate mental uh, picture of 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 Cam going over a uh, over a, a high bar with his uh, kimono uh, flapping open, legs legs akimbo. Kimbo, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it's uh, I'm, has he is he wearing the whole the whole sort of ensemble? There's there's a, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a waistcoat and kimono. There's a whole sort of glorious concoction of color going on here, is it?
1: Well, it it depends if it's kimono day. Oh, I see. I every, see. Everyone knows that the, the, the great wardrobe uh, is a set, full of coordinated things.
0: I see. I see. Yeah, of course. Of course, it makes perfect sense. And so,
2: could, so. could, it can it I could, just could,
1: ask? Can I ask a question? Yeah. 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 What footwear am I wearing? Zara. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, the, or maybe the autograph range. i worn by Alan Hansen.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the autocraft range isn't that bad, actually. Some they,
0: they, they, they do a decent soup, I don't know. I, I, I think it might be a little bit restrictive for uh, trying to clear those big heights. But anyway, uh, that's, so that's, that's Cam. And, and, and do you have a, do you have a, a suggestion for myself? Yeah,
1: yes, I do. Um, cool. I've got you as ringing the bell.
0: Ringing the bell. R-
1: <laughs> ringing the bell for the last lap.
0: Okay. You're going to have to, you're going to have to explain that to me, Chief.
1: Because you're, you're a very officious man, and, uh, obviously, obviously, as you tend to be dressed like a San Francisco detective, most of the time, I can see even some sort of level of disguise standing at the front. Um, pen behind ear, clipboard on at all times, but secretly, you're watching out for any drug misuse by the Jamaican team. So you've got to get as close to the action as possible.
0: You've just basically superimposed an episode of Downy Side onto the onto the Olympics.
1: It's already it's already written. Oh I'm man, just, I'm, I'm just waiting for a casting director to get back to me.
0: That's absolutely glorious. That's absolutely
1: shout, glor- shout the Olympics, it's <laughs> called. Oh <dear. laughs>
0: yeah, well, as it happens, my my suggestions are sort of. Uh, I think, I think they're pretty much spot on. Because, Carl, I know you're, uh, you're a guy who's, um, a martial artist. Um, and it's very important that we get the correct martial art because we know you're, you're, um, you get a little bit outraged about that. I'm not sure if your particular, uh, choice of taekwondo is a, an Olympic
1: event, is it? It's, it's a strange thing. though. I do ITF, uh, taekwondo and Olympic taekwondo is WTF. It's what the book taekwondo they do. Um, which means we kick heads and they bounce. But so then well, uh-huh. we, we we keep our hands up, and if you watch the Olympic Taekwondo, they put their hands by the side. So what, know, I, we, well, what I
0: what I was going to suggest for you, just almost mostly because I'd like to see what would happen, is because of 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 your 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 martial arts, but I'd like to see you having a go at that classic wrestling that they do. Oh you yeah, know, you know yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that kind of grappling thing. I'd like to see how that goes with you. And again,
1: it Rico would. Roman.
0: The Greco-Roman, and I would—I'm uh, uh, going to be honest—a a big payoff would be uh, the absolute crack of in that in the outfit. That would be tremendous. And from from that perspective, that is a huge part of the reason why Cam, for you, I'm choosing the luge. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason oh, behind you, that the, oh I know the reason. the reason behind that is clear and obvious it's oh, because you get evil. to wear one of those tight tighty tight deep end, and you get to, you get to be in the oh, zipped up outfit uh, oh, I can see i can okay. see maybe a nice shade of turquoise is yeah it's it's perfect it's the only thing that suits i think
2: i i, I, Actually, I
1: yeah i'm feeling it yeah I, I, and you, can, and you can get the way zara right across your body. <laughs> <laughs> horizontally.
0: Oh man. All right. Okay. Last question for today before we get out of here is, uh, I'd ask you to think about your favorite ever trios. I saw this question somewhere during the week or last week or the week before. Do you have a favorite ever trio? It was, inspired, I've got three. I would think it was inspired by the idea of, um, uh, the, the, the front boys, um, and uh, think about our front three. I was just thinking about and I came across it somewhere else. So your favorite ever trio, who would it be? Cam, you sound like you're good to go there. Who is yeah, it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've got three because I thought, well, trio so i have to have three not the chocolate bar obviously um, going,
0: so we've we've got nine humans here go for
2: it yeah theoretically we've got nine in no particular order the Three musketeers okay the bgs okay the marx brothers
0: okay now all all of these have had significant cultural impact for you is that what you're telling me you you were you were a bgs fan back in the 70s
2: very much so
0: uh, um, you were, you were, uh, uh, tr- three musketeers now. Was that, was it the movies or was it the cartoon? The movies. Yeah, okay. right, I really
2: enjoyed the movie yeah, the cartoon wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I remember I did, I, uh, did I did play the bit. cartoon. I, I hate to say this, that there <laughs> but there are four marks movies. There are four marks <laughs> Piss off, Chico Hopkong Racho.
1: <laughs> and Zeppo.
0: Zeppo as oh, well, man.
1: <laughs> Zeppo. I know what you mean, though, because Zeppo was Great
0: man in PBL. Oh, it's good. That's good.
1: Do you win the three to... stooges? Barry Kelly and
0: Moe? No, I think he's definitely going for the Marcel. But Hey, look, hey, hey it's a shout. We can, we can always just bump on the boys. Well, up. I
2: could have said Dowboy, Rodney and Albert. That was one of the, I'm going to have them,
0: to be honest. That's going to be one of mine. There you go. Then. One of yours. So, you, so you've got options as well. So you were going to go for the the, the, uh, the the three lads as well. Who else Who else had you in mind for your for your trios?
1: I was gonna have also, uhm, Neville, and Terry from the Specials. Oh. Um, that's cause they had three so I know they were, they, were, they were drummers as well, but they were basically the three, um, um, you know, main singers and what have you. i am um, just fan of stuff really, The Jam. Although I've got some views about The Jam, which I wrote about it in a book. I'll talk about that just yet. Um, I'll go for Augustus Lepidus and Marcus, Ma- Mark Anthony, the second triumvirate of Rome. They were some boys. Yeah. And because it's because of them that um Rome became a dictatorship. There That's there goes all of my followers now on Twitter. <laughs> 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 I put this podcast on the other night, this lad's going on about Sid Little and the Roman Empire. I've no idea what he's done about. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's makes us unique. <laughs> <laughs> Please, can we have that as the, as the title? Sid Little and the Roman Empire. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that, that would be quality.
0: Done. 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 Uh, okay. Right. We, we should, we should wrap it up. Because <laughs> I could go on around for ages. I'm not going to. I'm just going to you, have you, only, have
1: you got to have any threes?
0: I've, say again? Not, so you
1: don't have any threes. It's not easy actually. Is it three? Three's I,
2: did is an you,
0: awkward one. I don't know. I, 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 found myself going through loads bands as well. I was going to go for the Nirvana boys as well and, and. Please as well. Do you, do you know what came into my head at, be, as a, as a, as a child of the, of the, of the 70s and 80s? Snap, crackle and pop, because I just no. used to live on those things. Um, but anyway, yeah. So let's, let's, let's
1: wrap Sorry, up. Well, final thing. thing. Oh, I was going to go Bananarama as well, because I heard the song Shy Boy. I, I drove from Liverpool to London last night. Um, I, I literally arrived in the country at midnight and I got to London at 4am and I drove through, um, and, and Shy Boy came on by Bananarama. And I can remember what a great
2: song that was.
0: Are oh, you silly really think m- That's a great song. I used to be a massive fan of Bananarama. Just, to- purely for aesthetic absolutely. reasons absolutely um,
2: butlands one year and they waved at
0: me they waved at you in Butlins. did you did you, um, you summon
2: them over in your own inimitable style I, mm. I i me- i melted me and my best mate were there and we were just absolutely starstruck by this i'll I'll say, I'll
0: say one thing i'll say one thing they're no Kim wild but anyway I mean, no no uh, <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I can't disagree with
0: that Yeah. yeah. on that note we should start wrapping things up for this episode of the Anfield Index Podcast. I've been Trev Denny, you of course, lovely listener have been you. And before I go, I want to thank Carl and and Guy for another enjoyable hour of nonsense, wit and wisdom. But before we go, Carl, anything you'd like to mention?
1: Yeah, a couple of things. Firstly, uh this week's Some Green Grass uh, and a ball. Um I've done it this week about Hendon Town and what it's like to go into a non league football match. Um and slightly more importantly top, more important as such, but um, I put a chapter out on Twitter of my book, which is the opening the prologue of my book, which is called Falling Without Landing. And, um, and my mum likes it. And as, as, as Stephen Scruggs said, she just got really real if Carl's mum likes his book. Listen, so,
0: uh, As, as uh, reviews go, man. As reviews go. I, I'm,
1: I'm taking it. My, yeah, my, all my the commas, my, commas in the right place, huh? Oh my God, they are now. Jesus. If, if my copy editor's listening to this. He's screaming the word comma and he's telling me <laughs> how to do an M dash. I'm shit at M-dashes, I can't do them at all. Oh, well, they're, they're, they're furious at me for not know my M-dash rules, I know.
0: Here's what I want to say to you. You have gone, you've taken your, um, Twitter account off private, right?
1: I have now, yeah, yeah.
0: So can you give your, your handle out there so people can I'm, know?
1: I'm the CENCI, which is a T-H-E, and it's G-N-C-I. Okay, so and, people, and, people, and some people, some people, think that's a Taekwondo reference, Sensei, but it's not, it's a, it's a poem by Shelley. And I am that pretentious.
0: So people can see if they want a free chapter of your new novel yeah. um by 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 following the links that you'll be posting there. And I yeah. would heartily recommend if Mrs. Kopak has said it's good, it's gonna be good. But she's uh, a tough crowd, believe me. She's a tough room. She's a tough room. Yeah. Uh Cam, any final thoughts from yourself, my friend?
2: Yeah, just a couple of things. Um there's a great offer on with AI Pro at the moment, uh till the end of August. Uh, I think it's is it thirty nine ninety nine? Um, and you can now pay via PayPal as well. So cool. I know a lot of a lot of folks were asking to have that option. So it's there now. So please, you know, if you if you're still not convinced, take the seven day trial, and pay the goddamn money and be done with it and enjoy it. Secondly, if you're gonna get a hangover and you don't want a hangover, think about what you're drinking beforehand.
0: Ah, bit of deep advice there at the end. is it. Be- you. there's going to be a story there and we'll hear that again at a later date and i do look forward to it i have to say and we will leave it at that um for this week Uh, thanks very much to you for listening um we really really appreciate you uh carl and calm and guy and myself can i ask the usual thing that i do that you use your manifold platforms to spread the word about the show if you enjoy it and maybe just do us a favor and, and, and just tell someone even that is a massive massive deal as as uh, the two lads mentioned earlier on the more the more people hear about it for all the various reasons the better we would really appreciate that we'll be back next week for more wittering in the interim you know what to do be kind to your fellow reds and stay safe out there
1: Network.